Boom, and welcome back to another special episode of Symbol Sideline 365. I'm not sure why I call these episodes special. They just are episodes, but uh, yeah, we try to make them good for you. Uh, and the topic came across uh, the news this week that I thought was interesting, worth discussing quickly. Uh, Florida State got five All-Americans on the Athlon preseason All-Americans list. So that was comprised of four teams. They had the first team, second team, third team, and fourth team. Uh, and Florida State landed five players. And what I want to know as we discuss this in the comments as you're watching this, whether it's today, Friday, Saturday, whatever, how many players do you think Florida State deserve to be on this list? And now it's important to know that this was, and we'll go through the criteria, is based on not just past performance, but projected performance based on these players. So that means player could have had 100 yards last season and he could be on the first team, which will go through a great example of that. But who, how many players do you think Florida State should have had on this? Do you think five is enough? Do you think they should have had more? Or potentially, do you think they should have had less? Sometimes you have some player, people who are a lot more realistic about this team. I think maybe that's too high of a number. So let me know in the comments below what you think. We'll go through them, and, and we'll have a little bit of debate on it. So let me go ahead and pull this up now. Um, Athlon Magazine, if you're not aware, this is something I used to, to look forward to every uh, every summer when I was a kid because it was like that paper, thick paper magazine that gave you all the – the latest projections and uh, schedules for all the teams and the returning players. And this was before the days of Twitter. This is, I think, in the My pre-MySpace days even, too. Uh, I'm not that old, but uh, I, I used to look forward to this magazine, especially when you're going on a big road trip um, and, and, like, with the family. And this is something you could just go into and read in the backseat of the car for 10 hours and go through every team, the all the conferences, right? This is this is pre-social media days, really. Um, so I used to look forward to this magazine. So I, I kind of respect them and, and what they do here. But um, first of all, the criteria, right? So they they know this because they knew this was going to draw some debate. It's important to know for all the All-American teams, these selections are based on how players will perform in 2023. Career statistics and previous awards matter in player evaluations, but choosing players for the 2023 All-American team and All-Conference team is largely based on predicting and projecting the upcoming year. So largely based on uh, predicting and projecting the upcoming year. Now, largely based, it means they just had no real scoring model that they're going to share. It's just largely based is just a subjective word that they threw in there, right? So this is where they know that people are going to complain. People are going to you know shout about this and say, well, this player doesn't deserve to be first team, so on. So that's where we'll start to have a, a couple of debates here on a couple of players on this first team. But I want you to show their criteria because I wanted to be fair to them uh, before we go through it. So first team, Florida State lands one player on the first team list for preseason. Uh, on the defensive side, that is Jared Verse. But when we look on the offense, do you think that anyone on FSU's roster, historically or future projection-wise, deserves to be ahead of any of these players? The player that stands out for me that doesn't make sense on this list, and you know, and I'm not saying it just because of past history, but I think we can all agree that maybe Travis Hunter shouldn't be first team preseason All-American. And that's solely based on what he's I'm basing that solely on what he's shown us so far. I mean, last year at Jackson State, he had 180 yards from scrimmage in nine games. I know he is hurt, and he plays both sides of the ball, da-da-da. But they're projecting him as a preseason all-purpose first team All-American. And he had 180 yards last year. He is beating out a guy like Will Shipley at Clemson, who last year had 1,100 yards just rushing the ball, adding 250 receiving as well uh, for over 15 touchdowns. And I don't, I'm not a Clemson lover, as you 
Hopefully, no. But Will Shipley's a straight-up beast, and he didn't get the all-purpose uh, first American nod. And this is a guy I know who I, I, I hate facing every single season, right? We know what this guy can do. But Travis Hunter gets the nod over a guy like Will Shipley. You could even look at Trey Benson, who was running back kicks for Florida State and ran back one for a touchdown uh, at some point in the season. Along with his rushing yards and his limited carries in the beginning of the year, he still almost broke a thousand yards. He had a kick, you know, pu- a kickoff return for a touchdown. All purpose, he could be in the first team if you want to look at it that way. So I, I, I really don't know. Once again, Colorado's getting a lot of media hype. I think Athlon knew that this would drive some clicks. This would drive some debate. Maybe a big marketing play on this end to put Travis Hunter uh, as first team all purpose. Uh, once again, I think Travis Hunter will have a pretty good year if they stick him solely on the offense. He'll be a good player on a really probably bad team, right? Him being hooked up, connected with Sanders at quarterback, they have, they're going to have a good connection if he stays healthy as you're on the offensive side. But I don't know if he's first team All-American here. So that, that's my debate. Now, Marvin Harrison, Rome, Amika, those are all great players. Those are all 1,000-plus yard receivers. I think they deservedly or so are above the receivers at Florida State right now based on what they've done historically and based on what they'll do. They, each of those guys has, you know, Ohio State lost their quarterback, but I think they obviously are always loaded at quarterback. Washington State gets Michael Phoenix back. Um I think they're going to be – those players are bona fide players, and I think they deserve to be where they are. Running back-wise, Blake Corum, straight-up beast, coming off an injury. Before that injury, he was a beast. I think he'll come back strong. Uh, I can't debate that running back position. I, I think he's above above Trey Benson uh, on the first-team level. Uh, and Quayshon Junkins, what, he was a 1,400-yard 1, uh, yard, uh, uh, running back last year at Ole Miss, um, uh, almost 200 yards receiving as well. Um, 17 touchdowns. I can't argue that, guys. I can't argue that. Now, do I think Trey Benson could see a bump this year with Trayshawn Ward gone? Yes. Did I want Trey Benson to get more carries last year, especially earlier in the year when he only, a couple of games, he only had like 10 carries, I think. Absolutely. And we will see Trey Benson on this list. We won't see him in the first or second team, but we will see him on this list. So I do think historical projection or historical stats do play heavily into this list even though they say it's not, it's not the large part, but I do think they are swaying this team a little bit um, in terms of some players, not others, as we saw. But uh, I, I can't, I can't argue with this Quayshawn Junkins pick uh, from Old Miss. And I can't, I can't argue with Blake Corm. So I think on the offensive side, um, this, this makes sense. This makes sense. Brock Bowers, Georgia, great player. Um, I can't argue that defensive side, this is where we see our first Florida state player, Jared verse. I think it makes sense. Uh, in terms of proven player, proven production, and what we reject. Jared Verse needs to have an All-American year This, if this defense wants to carry Florida or wants to be able to take Florida State to an ACC championship and win it. Jared Verse has to have a first-team All-American year. No doubt. He needs to continue what he did last year before he got banged up. And he needs to continue. And he's going to have, in my opinion, a lot more single, uh, you know, He's not going to be doubled as much this year because they have a lot more interior talent coming in with Braden Fisk rotating around uh, Jackson. If he gets his waiver, you're going to have a lot more pressure from the inside and the other edge. He'll be able to showcase what he has. And if he's developed his, his moves a little bit deeper, instead of just kind of, uh, you know, putting his nose down and trying to get around the corner with a speed rush. I think he has the talent to get be a first team all American. He needs to be though for this team. He has to evolve his game and be a constant threat every single matchup. 
against the best teams on this on this schedule. So I, I think this is a good place for him. And if he doesn't perform at this level, Florida State may be in trouble. But I think everyone else on this list makes sense. I'm not going to go through them all, but I, I think this this makes sense for Florida State. No specialist for Florida State. I think that makes sense. No, no kick, no kickoff specialist. No Ryan Fitzgerald on this list, uh, and I think that that makes sense. But also something to be concerned about, right? Second team. This is where you can start to have some of the debates on the offensive side. Drake May, North Carolina. He's a baller. Can't can't really debate that. But you could say efficiency wise, is Jordan Travis a better player efficiency wise and all purpose player um, in that regard? You got Braylon Allen, Wisconsin, Rock Sanders, Arkansas. Two very good players. All purpose, Will Shipley. Will Shipley gets his nod here. I think Will Shipley should be a first first team All American, but you know, he's on the list, and I think he's deservedly on the second team. Xavier Worthy, Texas, Dorian Singer, USC, good player. Jalen Mc, uh, McMillan, Washington, good player. This is where I think you could start having a debate. Should uh, Jordan Travis be the second team ahead of Drake May? I'm going to say a lot, second, third, and fourth team. The players on these lists now are very interchangeable. And, that, and it's like, who's in that room picking this list apart, saying, oh, I like this player over this player? Largely subjective. Drake May is going to put up better passing numbers than Jordan Travis volume-wise. He's going to have more yards, more attempts, and that's just how it is. That's their offense. So if they're purely looking at numbers and, and more, more passing yards means you're, you're going to be on second team versus Jordan Travis, absolutely. And the guy threw for, what, 4,500 yards last year? Um, you know, uh, it, I, I can't argue with that. You know, he, he threw for, yeah, 4,300 yards last year, 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's very efficient. And, and a, But he had almost 100, 150 more attempts than Jordan Travis did at throwing the ball, right? And in and, and basically the same number of games. So um, I, I, I can't really... I can't really debate that because, like I said, you know, yeah, almost 150 more attempts, I think. But Jordan Travis is more efficient when you look at yards per attempt or uh, yards uh, yards per completion. So, uh, you know, if they're looking at efficiency and what they did when they had the ball, you would get the nod to Jordan Travis, in my opinion. Now, if you're just purely looking at volume, you got to go with Drake May because he's going to put up. Texas Tech quarterback-like numbers, right? It's almost like that. You know, they're running that air raid offense. It seems like um, because he can throw the damn ball. So once again, I think Jordan Travis could be on there. I'm not mad at Drake May. I, I think those players there at that spot are, are interchangeable. Uh, now with the running backs, once again, do you do you think that Rock Sanders is a better projected running back than Trey Benson? If Trey Benson gets the carries that we expect him to get, 15, 20 per game, maybe. Or are they thinking that Trey Benson is not going to get out of carries with how deep that running back room is this year? Rock Sanders is a bona fide starter for Arkansas. Bray Lyon, same at Wisconsin. Will Shipley, same there. Shipley's going to get his numbers. He's going to get his carries. Trey Benson is in this rotation now uh, with a couple of players. Is he going to be able to get the carries he needs to get? You know, you know, 125, 150 yards per game and put up those big, get a thousand yard season like he didn't get last year. I think for Florida State to win an ACC championship, he needs to. But I just don't know in the game plan if it's going to be there. So I think that's where it hurt him maybe in this projection that we're talking about uh, on this list. And then looking at receiver, good receivers on this list. I, I, I can't necessarily argue with that. But if we're talking about projection, I would have liked to see a Johnny Wilson on this list. The thing hurting those, the list maybe, 
is that you saw Johnny Wilson was a sub 1,000 yard receiver, and then everyone else below that wasn't even close on Florida State's roster. And they even added even more weapons. And the way that Jordan Travis distributes the ball in this offense, it's going to probably be even harder for Johnny Wilson to get 1,000 yards a season. So, once again, is this purely a volume ranking? More yards, the higher you go up on this list projection-wise? Or is it what you do once you get the ball? Because we know Johnny Wilson was a bit, you know, 20-plus per catch kind of guy, right? So, it's tough. I think that's where they may not be feeling the love on the offensive side is because you're not going to have – in my opinion, two 1,000-yard receivers on this team. But you're going to have maybe two 700-yard receivers on the team, Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson, or may have a 900-yard receiver, you know, receiving wide receiver, a 1,000-yard receiver, and then an 800-yard, 700-yard tight end potentially with Jaheim Bell. It, it, there's just a lot more weapons this year, and that ball is going to be distributed all around the field in this Mike Norrell offense. So you land a player on the second team defense in Fentrell Cypress, your transfer from UVA. I think that's, that is well-deserved. And I think, once again, you brought him in for this reason. You lost Jamie Robinson. You lost three, three transfers in your defensive back end. You need Fentrell to play as a second team defense. You need to him to play like he did at UVA last year. So I think this is a good spot for him. I think it makes sense. He played a, at an All-American level last year at UVA. This is why you brought him in. And you need him to continue to play at this level this upcoming season if you want to win an ACC championship. So I don't think anyone else defensively should get a nod for second team necessarily. You could have maybe made a debate for Brandon Fisk, but he needs to prove it at the ACC level. Same with Daryl Jackson with more reps. He needs to prove it. And we don't even know if Daryl Jackson going to be able to play. Um, same with some of the younger guys on the Florida State defensive line. And then linebacker, we'll, we'll discuss that in a bit. I don't think we don't have a second team All-American linebacking core at this moment, even though you could debate Kalen Bloch, if he can take a ne- another step in his development in his senior year, that would, you know, he has potential to be that player. He does have potential. So you got two, two All-Americans so far. And once again, no more specialists, third team offense. You see Johnny Wilson show up. So once again, Johnny Wilson, Ryan, the cusp of that, right? Right, right close to there. And I think he'll continue to be Ryan, the cusp of if he, if he further develops his hands and stops catching the ball with his body. Um, if he, if he consistently starts catching with his hands, I think he's easily could be a second team All-American on this list at, after the season's over. You see him match up with Malik Neighbors, Jacob Cowing, both great receivers. You know, Malik will obviously see in week one against LSU uh, and Torrey Horton at Colorado State. Can't, can't disagree with those picks. Quarterback position, once again, you see no Jordan Travis. Uh, Michael Phoenix. Phoenix is, is very similar to the situation you saw in Drake May. This is a volume guy. This is a guy that puts up, you know, matted numbers, in my opinion, uh, in terms of the numbers you see here. In his first season at Washington after he transferred from Indiana, you know, he puts up 4,600 yards. I mean, that that's, you know, that that's over uh, 1,400 more than Jordan Travis did. But he also threw the ball. What he also threw the ball over 120 more times, 140 more times than Jordan Travis did. So it's a volume game. Once again, Jordan Travis had the more efficient yards per attempt than than uh, the Michael Phoenix. So it's once again, it's a if it's a volume game, you gotta give them nod to Michael. If it's more an efficiency game, a QB rating game, I'm giving with Jordan Travis because he is more efficient with the ball, in my opinion, and smarter with the ball. He just doesn't, and he's not gonna get. 45, 45 attempts per game because they have a solid running game at Florida State. 
And that and that you want that balanced offense at Florida State. You want to use the weapons that you have in the backfield. So once again, I, I'm not mad at this. I, I I can understand why maybe Phoenix got the got the nod. And I wouldn't be mad at it if you're a Florida State fan because Jordan Travis is on this list, but just not on 13. Johnny Wilson here, like I said, um, you could make the case maybe Trey Benson should be on 13. Is he better than you know? Is he better than Henderson at Ohio State? Is he better than the backup? At Michigan, who who subbed in for Corum when he got hurt, I know I know Dolphin Edwards is a good player, but could you say Trey Benson has better upside, especially in in how he's going to have to play, uh, and especially with now Corum being back and how they're going to utilize Donovan Edwards in that offense? I mean, Donovan Edwards had and he had more yards than than Trey Benson did last year, so once again, it's interchangeable, right? And the way they use him. You know, you, I think Trey Benson could easily be in the spot, but once again, I, I think it's very, very interchangeable. Um, and then Florida State, no tight end on this list. You got the guy from Texas. Um, can't be mad about that. Um, once again, I think I think these players had to prove it uh, that they can be a, a top uh, top All American tight end uh, in this offense this year. Um, and then no thirteen defensive player. Like I said, I, I think Florida State is missing many playmakers on the defensive side. But you've added a few. You know, you 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 got Verse back. You brought Fentrell Cypress in from UVA, so you've got two there. But who is the third or fourth one going to be? I think you need to by the postseason when this list comes out for actual All Americans. Once the season's over and so the stats are finalized, I think Florida State if they want to have had a successful year and have won the ACC, you're going to have had to have seen two more defensive play uh, All Americans on this list potentially, or at least one more. It's going to probably have to come from the defensive backside. You know, it's going to have to be a Renardo Green, Shaheen Brown, one of those types of players, a Greedy Vance, or it's going to be a linebacker like uh, Kalen Deloach. One of those players needs to step up and rise to the next level if this if this team wants to actually win, be a 12-win team this year, in my opinion. So once again, no one on the 13th defense. You see Wingo from LSU. Uh, you see Cedric Gray from North Carolina. You see a kid from uh, Benjamin Morrison uh, from Notre Dame. And then Damani Richardson from Texas A&M. So no Florida State players on the third team. Finally, uh, four-team offense. This is where you see the last of the remaining Florida State players. Jordan Travis, fourth team. Trey Benson, fourth team. Uh, with Frank Ward Jr. Um, one interesting name on here who we brought up uh, previously was Zakari Franklin, uh, the UTSA kid, the uh, Santa, uh, University of Texas San Antonio, who I think was probably Florida State's backup option if they did not land Keon Coleman. This is a guy that I think had two to three thousand yards in his career um, playing in Conference USA. Um, I, th- I don't think he's committed yet. I think he's, uh, and I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he's still looking for a home. Um, but he's he's a dynamic player, and I think he may have been Florida State's backup if they didn't land Keon Coleman. But he makes the fourth team list. That that shows you what type of player he is, um, and why Florida State was why we were talking about him, and why Florida State was was making the calls to him. Um, once again, you land two players on this list, and I think deservingly so. I think Trey Benson and if Jordan Travis are are capable of having these years. And if the Heisman, if the Heisman hype that FSU media is talking about for Jordan Travis, right, he's going to have to be an All American type player. He's going to have to land on one of these lists as he actually wants to go to New York and, and be a part of the Heisman ceremony. And if Florida State wants to win 12 wins and win the ACC championship, Trey Benson's going to have to play an All-American level. Jordan Travis is going to have to play an All-American level. Johnny Wilson has to play an All-American level. You know, all these players, these five minimum players have to play up to their potential and a little bit plus. 
They all have to do what they did last year and a little bit more if the team wants to get to the next level, in my opinion. And that that means other players, too, have to step up. Like I said, Deloach, Renardo Green, uh, Gritty Vance, they all have to do a little bit more if they want to get to the next level. So, but I think, once again, Jordan Travis, Trey Benson, they easily could have been third team, even second team, I think, for Jordan Travis, um, especially. But I, I think this is a fair spot for them. I'm not going to get mad about this. Um, and once again, no one else on the 14 defense. So you land three offensive players, two defensive players. And, and that brings up the debate. And you have no specialists, which I don't think anyone's surprised there. Um, uh, no, and, and no, uh, Micah Pittman. I don't know. Would you think Micah Pittman would have been on the, the specialist list if he was uninjured South Florida State? Maybe, maybe not. Um, once again, he's not, he wasn't a big yardage guy last year. He was efficient with the ball. Um, but now with his injury, um, I think he's uncertain about his future in terms of will he be healthy enough to get back in time with Utah. He's not on the list, but it would have been interesting if he was healthy and still at Florida State, would he have been on this list as a return specialist? So five players. Do you disagree that Florida State should have had more players? Would you have liked to – do you think a tight end, like a Jaheim Bell, um, you know, a player like that that has potential, right? This is supposed to be based largely on potential projection. Do you think he should have been on this list? over a couple of guys that were that were spotted here. Do you think, you know, do you agree with Travis Hunter being on the first team All-American list at Colorado? Do you think he should be on these lists at all? Um, and, and, and lastly, who do you think on the defensive side needs to step up and be an All-American caliber player this year? Who, who else outside of Verse and uh, Fentrell Cypress needs to step up? Because I don't know, like I said, if with only two playmakers on that defense, if Florida State can get to where they want to go. This defense is missing elite playmakers, and I think we all know that. And they're starting to get them in recruiting. They are starting to get them. But I think if Florida State wants to get where they want to go, they need other players need to step up as, as consistent playmakers. And who do you guys think that needs to be? Who should be on, at the end of the year list on here on the defensive end? But let me know in the comments if you agree with Athlon's list, five players from Florida State, who is missing, who do you think is maybe should be higher on this list. Let us know. Interesting your thoughts. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. Take care, y'all.